an energy researcher thinks the government's decision to scrap a pumped hydro scheme at Lake Onslow is presumptuous. Energy Minister Simeon Brown told me the choice to pull back government investment uh, will open more opportunities for the market to invest in renewable energy. We're pursuing a different type of policy from the prior government where we're saying actually what we need to be doing is providing the sector with the tools and the certainty to be able to invest in renewable energy. And so we are starting work now to reduce the consent timeframes for wind, for solar, for geothermal, and we believe that will give the sector the tools rather than the government getting involved, um, which actually has a chilling effect on the electricity market. But Otago University's Jen Purdy says uh, it's a bad idea to stop the work. She says the government may as well finish costing and assessing the project in case we need pumped hydro in future. She is on the line. Kia ora, good morning. Morena, Corin. Okay, this plan, very expensive at, at estimates of around $15, $16 billion, and I guess we can assume that it would end up being a lot more than that eventually. Was it a risk... To, or is it a risk we can afford to have a look at? Well, Con, I think the, the, the problem here is that um, the government says that it's canned the Lake Onslow project, but that's not correct. There is no committed Lake Onslow project. What they've canned is the New Zealand Battery Project, which is a government project looking for solutions to our dry year problem in a highly renewable electricity system, of which Lake Onslow was only one of the potential solutions. And in this four-year project, they were only six months away from telling us what they thought the best solution to dry year risk is. So it seems short-sighted to can this project at the late stage when the new government doesn't know what the answer to dry year risk is. Yes, they'd spent, what, about 36 million of 100 million on looking at the Onslow project. Again, it's a lot of money to spend just investigating. But you think it, it wasn't far away from finished? Well, they're supposedly in June 2024 going to choose what the best option is. So the two main options are Onslow or a portfolio approach. Um, Portfolio approach is just a bunch of small solutions all put together, like flexible geothermal, demand response, grid-scale batteries, hydrogen, biomass. Um, The trouble is that the National Party's energy policy, their only reference to the dry year problem is one line, which says... The dry year problem can be solved with further investment in renewable energy. But in New Zealand, we're very small and all our renewable energy is highly correlated. When the wind stops blowing, it stops blowing everywhere. And most of our hydro inflows are in the South Island. And when these lakes are dry, they're all dry. So them just encouraging renewable energy build doesn't help us. Every third year, when we get a really dry period, it's not going to help the problem. So in a way, they're sort of sweeping the dry year risk problem under the carpet and saying we'll just build more kit which I don't think is going to necessarily solve well, that I problem. Did speak, I did speak to Simeon Brown and, and, and asked him uh, a number of questions about the dry year issue. In the end, he said that they would use more gas. Uh, obviously, they're keen to reopen exploration offshore, but they see gas as a transition fuel, which would provide that security in the dry year. Yeah, absolutely. And I've long said that 100% renewable electricity is the wrong target, as did the Interim Climate Change Commission, which said that um, getting rid of the last 1% or 2% of gas in the system is incredibly expensive, incredibly expensive way to decarbonise. So I'm fully supportive of gas as a transition fuel, but that word transition indicates that they've got to get rid of it at some stage. We're doubling our electricity demand in the next 30 years to electrify a whole load of stuff to decarbonise. And so at some point, maybe it's not 2030, maybe it's 2040, we're still going to have to address the dry year risk problem problem 
when gas disappears. So to take this big exploratory project, which is doing all the detailed analysis, to tell us what the best solution is, and to can it at this late stage, seems short-sighted. Do you see any evidence that the private sector, if this is removed, will invest in any battery projects? They may well invest in new uh, generation, but are battery projects smaller, more individualised ones that perhaps in better places, are they likely? Yeah, they're definitely possible. And I mean, they're, they're all over the world. But we haven't built one in New Zealand before, but they're, they're everywhere else. So it's definitely possible, perhaps a smaller one. We think, I mean, the Market Development Advisory Group report last year indicated that they think we can solve drive year risk without Onslow, but only if a whole lot of stuff is put in place really quickly. It's sort of the more complicated solution, but probably the cheaper solution. But without finishing this exploratory analysis project, we don't actually know what the answer is. Are there any other options? I did read somewhere that they investigated looking at a, a cable to Australia. We could buy energy off them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you lose a lot of uh, energy when you try to transport it a long distance, but there's certainly cables uh, being placed all over the world now. Between uh, recent one uh, announced between Morocco and England, so it's certainly a possibility. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like Genesis Energy is looking at the issue of of some batteries. I mean, would this technology over? Can we take the risk? to sort of hope that the battery storage technology in slightly smaller scales than Onslow improves enough that that would do the job? Could we, would there be enough of those batteries? Yeah, I mean, batteries are currently very expensive. They require a lot of rare-earth metals. But more importantly, they tend to work really well for shifting load between midday when the sun's shining, they, where they charge up, and then over the evening peak between 6 and 8 p.m. when there's no sunshine, they discharge. So that works really well. But when you've got a seasonal problem where you've got three or four months with dry hydro lakes, they're not so good at solving that problem. But as I say, with the portfolio approach, which is the alternative to Onslow, grid-scale batteries would definitely play a part. As would geothermal, and the, and the government was hinting that geothermal might be possible to help solve this problem, but the trouble is that new geothermal sites are quite limited, so it can only ever be a part of the solution. Mm. Jen, thank you very much for that. Otago University's Jen Purdy 